Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Juvo Hub Podcast, your helping hand in property management education. My name is Jonathan Saar, and we are looking forward to uh, having a wonderful conversation with Donja Putnam. She's the Director of Marketing and Training at Senex Law, and she's got a couple beautiful topics. One we're recording in this session and in a future session, so we get the privilege of having her twice. So we're looking forward to hearing today on Leading from the Pack. Interesting title. She's got some great points to share with us, and uh, we look forward to the conversation. Joining us as well is Mark Howe from Howe Creative Concepts. But uh, Donja, welcome to the show. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. We'd love to hear it. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm a recovering property manager. I was in property management on site for 158 years. And um, <laughs> then I worked in operations uh, as a regional manager, a compliance manager, a, um, a marketing manager. So in my role in my career, on-site in property management, I experienced great leadership and I was a victim of poor leadership or I noticed poor leadership. I don't think I was a victim of poor leadership. I had great leaders. <clears throat> so I love this topic and I'm excited to be here today to talk about it. Currently, I'm working at Senex Law, which is a law firm uh, like exclusively for multifamily. So I mm -hmm. spend my days training property managers on our legal process here in Virginia and also other topics that may come up because I was a property manager for so long and I can't help myself. <laughs> so that's me. That's awesome. Yeah. You and I go, go way back for, for many years. So I'm yes. really excited to have you, have you on this show and looking forward to the conversation. So again, welcome to the Juvo Hub podcast. Great topic for today. And I like this for, from the perspective of our audience. You know, the, the, the vast majority in property management, we, we do work for an individual. I mean, there are some, oh, Mark and I, as, as an example right now, we are our own entrepreneurs, but the vast majority, we are in that situation where we are working for people. So I, I like the, the question, the topic of like, what will it take even when you're, when you're under leadership, how can you can... Uh, cultivate those skills as a leader. So let's let's kick it to you for our, our first question discussion point. What do you think it takes to develop the characteristics of a leader that uh, that you're following or you're aspiring to be? What do you think, Donja? Well, first, I think it's it's they're good qualities to have, even if you don't have leadership ambition. So there has to be followers in a situation. And if you're content being a follower, that doesn't mean that you can not gain something out of developing your leadership skills. And I have two that I wanted to bring to the forefront here, and they're kind of probably oddball ones, but the first one is discipline. And mm -hmm. I think for someone to be an effective and a leader that you want to follow, you want them to be disciplined. And I think you could take this into your own career, no matter where you are. So by discipline, I mean discipline in setting goals. And this, I think, is the most important thing to learn is not only setting goals, but learning how to refocus on goals when something happens and your entire plan, like I just left the screen, went way over here <laughs> and you don't know what to do. 
you have to be able to center yourself back on the goals. And when you think about a leader, that's the whole purpose of the leader is to keep the team moving towards the goal. So that's something that you could work on in your own career as a leasing consultant, as a assistant manager, as a property manager, as a maintenance supervisor, as a maintenance tech, anything is setting goals and then working toward them. And then the second part I wanted to talk about kind of is uh, communication skills and leadership has two aspects of communication skills that I think are super important for everyone, no matter where you are in your career is one learning how to articulate your thoughts clearly, but also learning to pause because I have a hard time with this. Whatever I think tends to want to come right out of my mouth. (laughs) And if you're in a position of leadership, you cannot let that happen because you will reveal secrets that you shouldn't. You will say something demoralizing to one of your employees because you're upset. So learning to filter your communication and to make sure that it's understandable by everyone is something I think that anyone could look, work on as they're working on their leadership career. But I think even more important is learning to listen without the purpose of reacting or answering back. So I think many people propelled into leadership are like action people. So you give them a problem and they're like, yeah, I'm going to solve this. But a good portion of leadership is listening and absorbing and understanding where your team stands. So I think as someone interested in leadership or looking for a career in leadership or just growing their career, discipline and communication are two things that they can work on. Yeah, I I love that. I have to say, um, you know, (laughs) you said something at the very beginning and I, I can't remember how you phrased it, but I, what I hear and what I think about a lot is many people find themselves in a leadership role when maybe they don't necessarily belong there, or they, a lot of us think that the gradual sort of going up the ladder to make more money means that we need to be the manager. We need to be in charge. And then we don't have the social skills or the, like you say, discipline or the communication to really truly lead people well. And it's, it's so fascinating to me because many of us think that's the natural progression that we want to become the leader one day, but then we either become poor leaders because we're not disciplined. We don't understand what that means. So I have to say like right off the bat, that word discipline is so key. If you don't have self-regulation, self-awareness, discipline to understand what you do next will certainly show people who you are. Um, and as a leader, I think you even said, like, you don't have this this opportunity for that second chance. They, they hear what you say, they see what you do, and then there's a decision made about you. So uh, the, very, very, very powerful. I love that. Discipline and communication. I'm, I'm with you. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I second that emotion for sure. You know, it's like there was another word that came to my mind when you, you use the word discipline. To be honest, I haven't heard that word in a while associated with with leadership. I know it's there, but I never, up until hearing it from you, Donja, just giving it another moment of thought because the word that comes to my mind is consistency because you're trying to, mm-hmm. you're trying to lead a team of people and your personal discipline as an individual translates 
in my opinion, to consistency, whether it's acknowledged or just understood on, on behalf of your team. And so it's such an important, you know, you, you want your team to be able to know what they have and not be guessing every single day of like, okay, what are we getting today? And I, I love that because discipline means you're a very, you're without going to an extreme, you don't, you know, we won't get into, into that, but there is definitely a space for um, understanding who you are and having your, maybe your own set of rules or regulations that guide how you get things accomplished. And, and that allows um, it allows those that you are leading to feel comfortable because they know what the what the expectations are. It's awesome, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome. So I think initially, kinda, when you think about oh, oh sorry, when no, you think ahead. about the word discipline and you're a leader, we tend to think about disciplining others, like we are addressing issues and we are you know setting expectations and disciplining. And I think it's important to hold that mirror up to yourself, just like you said, with consistency. And make sure that you, as a leader, you cannot ask something of your followers that you won't do. So if you're holding that mirror of discipline up to yourself and you're late for work, then you can expect your people to be late for work. If you're sloppy in your communication, you can expect people to to be the same because you're setting the example with the discipline that you hold yourself to. So that's kind of how I was thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I know for the context of this episode, our audience is like, okay, I'm maybe I'm not in a leadership position right now, but these are definitely two things like you mentioned, uh, discipline being one of them, the communication styles being the second. Okay. Well, I would like to, and I love Mark's point. Some of, some people don't want to be leaders. Like they're, they're very happy with what they know their skill set is. And that's very smart. You know, don't try and get yourself into something that is is not within your comfort zone. It's just not part of who you are. However, those that are looking, if you're not in a leadership position now, don't wait. You know, this is something that you should be cultivating um, today. So perfect, perfect. I love this conversation. Let's just take a quick break. And for a commercial, we'll come right back. And then Donja, we want to get into what are some when you're facing difficult situations, like what would, what are your recommendations leading from the pack? So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Are your supervisors in compliance? When supervisors make mistakes, everyone is at risk. Compliance training lowers that risk. Juvo Hub is happy to announce its new online course, Sexual Harassment Prevention and Training for Supervisors. Learn more about this course at juvahub.com. Your helping hand in property management education. Okay. Well, Good to be back. Love this conversation, talking about leading from the pack. So, Donja, thank you for outlining, you know, the two of the key fundamentals when it comes to learning a lead, learning to be a leader. But let's dive into facing difficult situations. So either as a leader or looking towards being a leader, what are your comments to our audience when it comes to dealing with difficult people or situations? I think there's a multitude of situations you could be dealing with. You could be dealing with a toxic workplace. You can be dealing with conflicting coworkers or poor leadership. And I have kind of two pieces of advice that I'd like to share. 
And then I want to talk about dealing with a poor leader. So the first piece of advice that I think you can take to heart, no matter what situation you're in, is a positive attitude. And I'm not a cultivator of the, you know, toxic positivity where, you know, you're always positive no matter what. But I do think if you're in the right field and you get intrinsic value from what you do. So I'm a community creator. Wherever I go, I am trying to create community, which is why I'm in property management, because we're a community of community builders and that's just my jam. So I get a lot of value from what I do. So no matter what's going on over here and in my work environment, I pull from the work that I love and I bring positivity to the workspace. So I think learning to love what you do, and if you don't love what you do, I think you're probably in the wrong position, but love what you do, bring in that positivity and shine it out because you're not only going to help yourself and what you're having to deal with, with, a, with coworkers and bosses and everything else, you're going to help other people in your environment. You're going to help your coworker feel a little bit better about the day if you're not a debut owner. So I think pulling in value from what you love is really important for building your leadership skills, one, but two, surviving in these awkward workplace things that we get into. Um, and then the second one, I think, and this is probably one of the hardest things to do, is to stick up for others. So if you're in an environment where there's a toxic situation or there's coworker conflict and you see people fighting or animate discussions going on where they're shouting or whatever, I think it's, when I think back about all the times I've been in those situations and I never, and I didn't step in to try to protect someone, I regret that. I regret not trying to intervene. And all the times that I think about when I did step in, I have no regrets. I have no regrets whatsoever in stepping in in a situation, but it is really hard and it is really awkward. So I think some things that you could do if you're watching two coworkers kind of have conflict or even this is a side for a property manager, like your manager and a, and a resident have conflict is to step in with like a bit of, Hey, I feel emotions are running high right now. Why don't we pause this conversation and pick it up later and give them like, send them back to their corners to kind of lower the stress a bit. Or it's even been like a distraction, like a phone call or something where I'm trying to be like, Hey, you need to take this. It's your mom. Or something like that. Um, but I think that's important to feel empowered to do, especially if you're in a toxic workspace. And then the second thing I think is don't let anybody talk about other people badly in front of you. And the way that I deal with that, or I've dealt with it in the past, is if you're talking about somebody, I say, I just say, hey, you know, that's my friend and my coworker. I can't be part of this conversation. And it stops because they feel so awkward, like spreading that in front of you because you're just like, I'm not going to participate. So I think not letting anyone talk bad about someone in, in front of them, in front of you or behind them is something right. that can help uh, you develop your leadership skills and kind of uh, work in these environments that might be challenging when you're trying to lead from the back. Go for it, Mark. <laughs> uh, 
He's got it. I thought you were going to say something. There's like a small delay for me. I don't know if it's for y'all too, but I was waiting for you to speak, Jonathan. But um, I love your thought on that. And I I can't agree more. I, I will tell you, as you know, property management, we are we can be very toxic people in the environment. And so when the advice of stopping the negativity or what we call that gossiping. I have not ever worked for a property management company where gossiping and that toxic gossiping was not a problem. You know, just honestly, it, it, that is exactly what, what is there. And, um, I also feel that when you tell people like, Hey, that's not my experience with this person. Um, it shows them, oh, wow, I don't, I really shouldn't be talking this way about this person. Even if I may agree to some degree, I always like to tell people, you know, that's unfortunate. I don't have that experience with the person that you're talking about. So I really don't have a lot that I could add to this conversation. Uh, I don't want to embarrass the person that's doing it. But what that does is exactly what you said. It sort of shows them like, hey, I don't want to engage in this conversation and really nor should we any of us um and it does stop it. it i've noticed that that actually stops the person from at least wanting to do it in front of me but what happens is you're right it's it sort of shows them that if if i were engaging in these types of conversations and then one day i become the leader what will they think of my leadership style, knowing that I participated in all of that? So I love the advice to be able to find ways to sort of try to minimize that toxic behavior. That's some great advice. Yeah, I, I, I concur, Mark. I th- uh, yeah, go ahead, Donja. I, I, think, <clears throat> I think what you said is really super good advice as well is that what you're doing when you're in the team is what you're going to do as a leader and you and i both have seen people who are promoted and work with the people that they worked with before and they (laughs) fail because these people knew that before they were promoted and they're just relying on the title to give them the authority instead of stepping up to the leadership role so i really like that thought of what you're doing now is building your leadership in the future. Yeah. Yeah. It, as you were, both were saying a couple of things, it, it kind of gave me a visual because there's like the aspiration to want to be a leader. And then there's these difficult situations that test your ability, whether you can actually, actually do it. And it, it, it's just part of the package. To me, it's like, you can't really exhibit your leadership until you do face those challenging situations. It's, I used to live in South Florida and I'm sure you guys have heard it too. It's like they have building materials for in property management and construction in general. It's like, it's a rating. It's a category five ratings. In other words, if a hurricane hits, it can withstand that much of a storm at that strength. So I, I was thinking of all the different situations that I've faced over, over the years, my whole career. And your comments, Donja, that's what I, I know our audience is going to take away from. It's like, okay, was that a category one stormy situation or was that a category three? And you walk away with 
okay, well, how did I handle that? Did I have the materials? Did I have the right materials? Did I say the right thing? Did I stick up for, you know, and that goes into another whole topic for me of workplace bullying, which is mm-hmm. that's that that happens a lot. And and it's a it's a it's a courageous move on a coworker's part to to take that moment and stick up for someone because mm-hmm. boy, it's just there's just so much sad news from a mental <laughs> health perspective on when someone feels alone and and what they they could turn to another podcast also but <laughs> I, I love it i think it really puts the responsibility on everyone listening to not allow those toxic situations do what you can to diffuse them and at the same time the best the benefits that come are you building up your your strengths you know working on your characteristics um, to learn to be a good leader so hat tip to you that's mm-hmm. awesome so that takes us into our, our third point for today under leading from the pack, which is, and it sounds like how you worded this, uh, Donja, continuing to grow in your leadership journey. I, I just love that phrase on its own because it's not like you can go to a class or listen to this <laughs> podcast and be like, yes, I am ready to be a leader. Done. Let me take it. But what what's your take on that? What does our audience need to hear about the journey itself and what it takes? First, the journey is never never going to end. You know, people who have been leaders of companies for decades still have opportunity to learn. Um, leader learning to lead and being an effective leader. There's so many nuances in dealing with people we're such we have so many um sides i don't know there's so many aspects to a person and a leadership deals with a leadership person or leader deals with all these different aspects of people so it's constant learning and then people are constantly changing the business is constantly changing tech is constantly changing um so one thing that i wanted to mention and it's kind of uh, i forgot to mention it earlier but when i was talking about that positive spirit. One of the things that I think that people should be working on is fortitude and Mm -hmm. the ability to endure situations that you're in. And this also speaks, goes all the way back to discipline, because if you're looking at the goal and you're the leader and you're leading everybody towards the goal and a storm hits your company, you have to have the fortitude to pick yourself back up. Well, all of us have to have fortitude. We have to have the fortitude to have the courage to speak up when we see somebody being bullied. We have to have the fortitude to keep on working towards goals. If we miss our leasing goals, we don't. We can't stop leasing and cry. We have to get back on, set a new goal, keep on going. So I think fortitude is something that is an important attribute of a leader and somebody working on their leadership skills. I also think continuing your education through classes, through uh, NAA, getting your CAM or IRAM, getting your ARM or any of these associations that help you uh, gain or going back to school to work on whatever is your passion. I think education is always important for leadership roles. And I think that reading is something that everyone should be doing. Um, Whether it's through your ears on audiobooks if you don't like to read 
or um, in in physical books, they still have them. And um, I think that one one thing that I would really like to work on, and I think it would be cool, is a book club for leaders that we're all, and I know we all recommend books to each other, but like reading them together, I think is interesting, even as a company, to start talking about what you want to do and how you're moving things forward. So those are some things I think that people can pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Also, I have my book I'm reading right now, which is- What's it called? Rising Above a Toxic Workplace. <laughs> there you go. I love it. How appropriate. And you can Mark, see, you I, I, I have notes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I agree. I, I believe that fortitude obviously is- you 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 have to have that right you also uh, you you said things that my mind was sort of um triggered by thinking kind of remembering things that had happened in the past when you said people are changing human nature there's so many variables to what happens to a leader during that process of leading people right and so i think about all the stressful moments that life will give us and a true leader has to have all of those things great communication fortitude discipline so the words that you've chosen to use in this podcast are are brilliant they're what words that we should all really be looking at and like jonathan said we don't hear them very often discipline isn't a word that i hear often when i think about leadership and we should be saying it more um i i, I agree with you i think that the demand from people has also changed so much mm-hmm. that if you are not a leader that that has these that possesses these three words these skill sets you know great communication fortitude and discipline then you won't know how to be nimble and adapt and be willing to change in these moments like i mean my gosh look at what happened during the beginning of covid when we were all forced mm-hmm. into something that we did not see coming did not want and did not know how to handle and and i will tell you i watched many companies with leaders struggle and fail because they did not know how to rise to the occasion and and plow through the issues and then i saw some that took this bull by the horns and went straight into the storm and said look we got this and I'm going to lead the way for you. It, it really was quite amazing to me. So I was, my mind was wandering while you were talking because I'm thinking of one person in particular that um, did possess all three of those things. And, and she was able to lead her company through the COVID pandemic with great fortitude, great patience, and they survived. You know, they were able to adapt new processes very quickly because of that leader. So yeah, brilliant. I love it. Yeah. I don't know if you're, if I can do this, but it would be a, it would be a great follow-up to that. You guys had mentioned that you did a, um, a podcast on change management. (laughs) I felt like that would be like a good uh, promo for that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. And we've had, um, I think I know who you're referring to, Mark. I think they were on the show before. We've had a few different companies on that have talked about their leadership styles and how they had to change due to COVID. So it was, it was, yeah, it was very revealing. And so I think that just goes back to your point overall is it's, this is a journey. Like you, you can think 
that you've got a particular skill set down and then wham, this challenge comes <laughs> and it really tests. Okay. You're, you know, if you're humble enough, you're like, well, I thought I had that particular aspect down pretty good, but apparently I don't. So we're on the journey. We continue learning. I love the books and, and I love what we do. And, and, you know, again, hat tip to you, Donja. I follow you on LinkedIn, been friends with you on LinkedIn, friends with you personally for many years, but I love your, your example of positivity too. You know, that's just something that it, people see that like, that's just a part of who you are. And that is, that's something that, be, especially in a digital world that we live in, you know, it's hard to not make that a component of being a leader, like being out there and being the one that has given your team members that high five on LinkedIn or whatever intranet platform that you may be using internally. Those are all things that just little things. Sometimes you don't have to go so big to learn a particular uh, quality when it comes to, to leadership, but it's just the daily things that will always keep building that, um, you know, that ability. So amazing topic, uh, leading from the pack, developing those characteristics you mentioned, uh, discipline and communication, dealing with difficult people, and then looking at it as a, as a journey and what you can do to keep giving yourself education on the topic. So love it. Great show. So glad you came on. How can people connect with you, Donja? I am on LinkedIn. Um, that's where I do most of my business uh, talking, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. So you can find me on there and connect with me. I love talking about all things leadership. I love talking about multifamily. I love talking about technology. So if you're into any of those three things, um, connect with me and let's talk about them. Love it. Love it. So glad to have you as your first time on the show. And I will we'll look forward to having you back again, too. Mark, how can people connect with you, my friend? Yeah, absolutely. So my my company name, howcreativeconcepts.com. You can certainly reach me there. Howl there is spelled H-O-W-L as in how at the moon. Um, and my last name is H-O-W-E-L-L. You can find me on LinkedIn at Mark Howell that way. So I look forward to connecting with some of you. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you both for sharing that with our audience. So thank you everyone for tuning into the show. If this is your first time hearing a podcast for this show, please make sure you like us on any of the major podcast stations that are out there. This is also available in video format on YouTube and you can follow us on Instagram um, at juvohub, J-U-V-O hub. And that is also our website, juvohub.com. So thank you everyone for being here. We appreciate your support. Until next time, class dismissed. Take care, everyone. Mm -hmm.